We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are at FLA Live Arena, and our friend Doug Plagans, radio voice for the Florida Panthers, is sitting down with us here. You got Panthers and Vegas Golden Knights tonight. A little ice hockey in sunrise. Beautiful night for a little bit of hockey. It was a nice win on Saturday night for the Panthers. That was a great win. And the Panthers got their full, I mean, as close to their optimal lineup as they've had on the ice all season long. And we were talking about that last time I was on the show. But uh, outside of Patrick Hornquist being on injured reserve still, you get Barkov back in. Sam Bennett came back in. Now that Anthony Duclair's gotten his feet under him, he's back in for the last few games Everybody, knock on wood, this is uh, overall a pretty healthy lineup, and you saw what they were able to accomplish uh, last time out. And that was a good game, and you looked at and a good win. Paul Maurice said before that one, based on the last time the Panthers and the Penguins had played, that was a wild game in Pittsburgh uh, a month or so ago. Ended up 7-6 in overtime. Panthers fell short in that one. Because of the result, the last time those two teams played, you felt like the beginning of it would be pretty tightly played. That was indeed the case, but the Panthers were able to prevail in the end. So it was a, a great win over a team they're chasing in the standings. Still some work to do, but that was one they had to have, and they went out and got it. And tonight they're going to be playing a, a Vegas team, obviously a Western Conference team, so not a team they're necessarily chasing in the standings but a team that's got a lot on the line as well they're pretty firmly entrenched in a playoff spot but they're trying to win the pacific division as you know anytime you can win a division lock up some home ice advantage that can go a long way so they're going to be playing a pretty good hockey team here tonight at fla live arena and they have to go on some kind of winning streak, winning streak or something to make these playoffs doug what's up with the ups and downs because you beat the lightning 4-1 then lose to who? The uh, Predators. Buffalo, I think. Or Nashville, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo we, was in there as well. And yep. we talked about it. The Predators weren't trying to be good anymore. They kind of sold off some pieces. Then they come back and beat the hell out of the Penguins. Like, what's going on? Why cannot, Why are they not playing consistent when they need to right I now? I think in some ways it shows you just how how tight the talent gap is uh, across the league. This is... Uh, once upon a time in the National Hockey League, 16 out of 21 teams would make the playoffs. So you'd have some teams that would back in, and when they got there, they really were back in the 80s, you'd get teams that would get in there, and they would just be punching bags for whoever the top seeds were, and you don't have that anymore. Nowadays, 16 out of 32 get in. That means there's some pretty darn good hockey teams that aren't getting in the playoffs. So the talent gap is just from the, you know, you have your your teams like Boston. There, You know, there's no doubt that uh, they've proven to be one of the top teams in the league. Panthers have played well against them. But overall across the league, the talent gap from the best teams to, you know, the teams that are on the fringes of the playoffs it's not that big of a gap anymore. So I think you see night to night, there is just so much parity. And if you're not careful, every team, even teams at the bottom of the standings, have either a goalie that can steal a game from you or a top line of players that can burn you or a power play unit that is that dangerous that if you take one too many penalties, it's going to it could cost you the hockey game. So I think that's what you're seeing night to night is just how much parity there is in the league. That being said, between the Tampa game, between the Pittsburgh game the other day, I think this Panthers group, as it stands healthy lineup looking like it is 
I think they've seen the blueprints there, and they've known going back to January. They've seen the results. They've seen what they need to do to have success, and I think there is the ability to get hot and get on a run here, especially with the, with the amount of home games coming up. Uh, that being said, you look at every team that's vying for one of these wild card spots, whether you're looking at the Penguins and the Islanders who are in a playoff spot right now or the teams on the outside looking in, the Panthers, Buffalo, uh, you go right down the list. Ottawa, they've uh, entered the party, if you will, here a little bit late, but they're surging up the standings. Every one of these teams, whether you're in or you're out right now, it's going to take a hot streak down the stretch to get in. Nobody's going to be able to back into this thing. So, uh, again, uh, every team that's battling for a wild card spot's in the same boat. See who can be the hottest going down the stretch. But what what exactly? So Crowder says they got to go on a hot mm-hmm. streak. We know it. We were here just on Thursday. Today's yep. Tuesday. We were here just on Thursday. We had you on. We had Moeller on. We had Goldie on. We asked everybody the same thing. What do they have to do over X remaining games? So since Thursday, they've beaten Pittsburgh on Saturday. That's it, right? Yeah, they're yep. They're sixty-eight points. Yep, right. Three points back of Pittsburgh. So what do we what do we need to do here? For the remainder of the season, realistically, to be a playoff team. Well, it's kind of a it's kind of a moving target. It's tough to judge. We're still a little far out to know. Okay, you got to get to this point threshold. I've said all along, though, you get to ninety six, you feel pretty safe. Anything under ninety six, it's probably a little lower than it normally is. So at that point, you're probably thinking, okay, if you get to ninety three, ninety four, ninety five. You might be there, but you might need a little bit of help as well. It's tough to judge because you have situations like tonight where the Islanders and the Sabres are playing each other. Unfortunately, somebody's getting two points in that game. So somebody has to win it. You just have to hope that it doesn't go to overtime, that there aren't points being handed out to both sides. So uh, you're going to have games like that where both teams collect points or where, unfortunately, somebody you're chasing is going to get two points. So the the threshold for points that you have to get to, it's kind of a moving target. Still a little early to say exactly where that's going to be, but I've said all along, if you get to 96 If you get to 96, you're probably in. Although we have seen at one point in Panthers history when they got to 96 points and missed the playoffs by a point. So that that can happen. I don't think this is that kind of year. Last year, everybody in the Eastern Conference got to 100 points. Everybody made the playoffs. We're not going to see that this time around. There are going to be wild card teams, probably both of them in the 90s. So I still say 96, you're feeling pretty safe there. Anything under 96, you're probably hoping for a little bit of help. And in layman's terms, explain that to me. How can it, like, 96 get you in the playoffs one year and you have to get 100 the next year to get you in the playoffs? It, it's the same team, the same so, scoring system, right? I think what you look at last year, Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo, Montreal, that's four Eastern Conference teams that were really at square one of a rebuild last year. This year, Montreal's still down there, but you look at Ottawa, Buffalo, and Detroit, for example, all three of those teams – Up until the last couple of weeks, the Red Wings slid back a little bit, but Ottawa and Buffalo, they're still right there. Those teams have taken points this year from the top teams that they weren't taking from the top teams last year. That's bringing the gap a bit closer. Last year, Last year, by Christmas time, we knew who the eight teams in the Eastern Conference going to the playoffs were going to be, and I think between fourth and fifth in the Atlantic last year, so that would have been between the Boston Bruins and the Buffalo Sabres, I believe. It was something like a 35-point gap. You knew that wasn't going to happen again because Buffalo, Detroit, and Ottawa were all going to be at least a little bit better. They've been significantly better. 
And because of that, you've seen those teams get closer to the to the playoff threshold this year, and therefore you've seen that gap shrink. They've taken points from the top teams that they weren't taking from the top teams last year. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.